This is the Starseed Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Monet Florence Combs. I'm a quantum healer and hypnosis teacher who helps people all over the world discover the galaxy within themselves. Join me on an intergalactic journey as we explore what it means to be human in a world where we are just beginning to understand that we are not alone. Hello, my star children. Hope you are doing well out there. I am getting over a cold, so I apologize if my voice sounds a little weird. But I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, even if I'm a little tired, I got my second cup of coffee going. So today, I'm finally going to start talking about Orion because I've been talking about talking about, I've been talking about talking about Orion for a while now, but, um, oh, it's so, such a good topic for us to dive into right now. Um, there, there are a couple things I want to say first. Um, you know, I, I've been, there's a book I've been reading. Uh, it's called Divergent Mind. It's by Janara, Janara, Narenberg. It's all about how women, um, it's about women with neurodivergence and how, um, how there's, it it can be hard to see ourselves clearly because all of the research that's been done or most of the research that's been done on, um, you know, neurodivergent disorders, if you will say, um, are, have been done around boys and men. But for somebody with two X chromosomes, it, it manifests itself differently. And so that's why so many um, girls and women, you know, fly under the radar and aren't diagnosed till later in life. Um, Reason I bring this up was, there, there are a lot of parallels, I think, to the Starseed community. Uh, one, there's one quote that I want to read. And, um, you know, it really just kind of reminded me of why I'm doing this in the first place, why I'm talking about all this, why this is my, my work in the world. Uh, so this is from the introduction. When society is not equipped to hold an accurate mirror up to you, You end up interpreting your reflection according to available lenses, structures, and terminology. But they're often wrong and misleading or worse, harmful. And when I read that, it just really, I was like, that's exactly what it's like growing up as a starseed and not realizing who you are Uh, and why this is so important and why, why I keep showing up and doing this. It's we... When, when we don't have an accurate lens to see ourselves through, we see ourselves through other lenses that kind of get, we inherit, you know, like, um, we're broken, we're flawed, we're too sensitive, we're, um, too emotional, we're, you know, why do you care so much about all these different things, you know, but. But the reality is that we're like, we are different and we're not broken. 
or flawed or too sensitive. We are in our own kind of category. And because in mainstream culture, there isn't yet a recognition of, of this, we end up getting lumped into these other, you know, brokenisms. So sometimes really the most healing thing we can possibly do for ourselves is just to understand who we are. Uh, because then we see ourselves in a new light. And the more we talk about this, especially in a grounded way that that people can relate to or who are on their awakening journey, the more we can begin to um, have these new available lenses and frameworks that we can see ourselves in, in a more clear light, uh, as opposed to measuring ourselves up to standards that weren't meant for us. So I thought that was just a really beautiful reminder of, of why, why this is, work is important to me and um, I think to a lot of us. So I wanted to start off with that. And I also wanted to let you guys know of some upcoming things that are happening. Um, QHC is still open for enrollment. We're about two thirds full. And I'll be closing registration as soon as we reach 22 people. We got two more months till the next round starts. And I have been having so much fun. I actually really love having a bigger group now uh, with the 22 people in the, the current round we're having because we're getting such diverse experiences and hypnosis sessions. And, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm learning so much just by, um, you know, finding out what's coming up in these sessions for everyone. And it's, it's, I love being able to kind of like hand over the torch and just say, okay, it's your turn. Like, what are you going to find and explore? Because, you know, the sessions that I get and that I attract are, are kind of going to be what, um, you know, I don't think any of this is on accident or coincidence, but what I'm, what I, so what I'm getting is I'm getting clients who have a lot of certain things coming up. For example, I've had a lot of Atlanta sessions, a lot of Orion sessions now, um, sessions around Egypt, you know, like all these kind of different themes, but you know, each practitioner is going to have something totally different that they're here to give the world. And so they're going to attract other types of clients and other types of sessions. And it's just really cool to see that play out, right? Because, um, you know, not everybody's going to even focus on, on star seeds. There's so many different ways you can use this. It's more of like this is spiritual, excuse me, spiritual technology, right? And, and we get to choose how we want to use it and see how that unfolds and see what types of clients and sessions we we get from these experiences so it's it's just been it's been very fun very cool to see all the things coming up and all the diverse experiences everybody's having um the other thing you know i've been thinking a lot about hypnosis in general and 
how powerful of a tool it is. When you have the ability to source your own wisdom from within and connect to your own higher self entities you're connected with, you know, um, when you have that ability to do that, that's the most liberating ability ever because you no longer have to rely on others to tell you what to believe, what to think. You're able to source information from within, right? Through whether you're swapping a session or whether you learn how to do self-hypnosis, which is something that I've, I've learned to do myself and it's been really fun to experiment with. Um, but I think that's just, it's going to be so important. I, as things evolve on this planet, we have to have more direct lines within. And, you know, when you have a tool like this, you can't take that away. It's knowledge. And you can liberate yourself with that. And that's powerful. So I just, I think it is one of the most powerful uh, or maybe not powerful, empowering tools that we have. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about like teaching this skill to other people so that you guys don't have to rely on me for all the information. You guys can start using this yourself. So that's my thought on that. Um, if you want to apply for QHC, you can go to thestarsayawakener.com slash QHC to read more about the program and get the application. And um, we're forming a really great group for next round. So I'm excited to see what what type of sessions are going to come out from these folks as well. Uh, because each round is so different. So that's my thoughts on hypnosis at the moment. I also want to talk about something that I haven't, I haven't really shared a lot publicly about just kind of out of respect to the other folks involved in the situation. Um, but I did want to confirm that, um, you know, I not only have I kind of stepped away from the earth council, but we're, we are, dissolved at the moment. And I will be real and say that um, it's been really painful for me to surrender to the realization that we were kind of going in different directions and had different ideas about um, the purpose of the group and where the group was heading. And I was able to kind of tap into my own intuition and tap into Markara because of hypnosis. Uh, and, you know, I, it was, I got the permission essentially to allow it to be what it is. 
Um, not that I needed her permission. I have free will. But it felt good to have that as confirmation that it's okay that we have different ideas and different opinions. And also, I don't have to force anyone to um, agree with me. And that it's okay that I step away. Um, I want I want to note that any new missions that any members may be on are not endorsed by me, or nor do I feel that they are um, in alignment with the original purpose of the Earth Council, and also that it's okay that they're on their own journey right now. I just want to make it really clear that um, I don't personally feel in alignment with the direction um, that they may be headed and that that's okay too because we're all allowed to form our own opinions and also I will continue doing what I feel is best in service of this community and the starseed community as a whole. There began to be a heavy focus on fighting the darkness for um, three of the members. And um, I'm actually going to discuss today and tie that into Orion as to just why I personally disagree with that, which is which is okay. Um, I don't need them to think the same as me. Um, they're allowed to, of course, do their own thing. I believe that any sort of mention of light versus dark battling the evil, all this kind of talk is a direct um, reflection of unhealed karma from Orion. It's, it's not um, light and dark. It's almost like black and white, right? It's like this or that. It's just an expression of polarity. It's an expression of polarized thinking. Like what if there is no light and dark? What if, what if there is a gray area? And what if um, it's not so cut and dry like that? I see a lot of um, light work and starseed communities go in that direction. Of It's very much like the dark agenda versus the light agenda. I, I believe that that is very simplified, lazy thinking. <laughs> that is a reflection of the polarity playing out on our planet. I think that remaining neutral is very important because when we get, when we over-identify with the light or over-identify with the dark, then 
we we see things in binaries. But that's not how that's not how creation is. It's rarely black and white. So it's our job to be able to be okay with with ambiguity and paradox and riding that that middle ground. I'm actually going to I'm going to read um, a description from the Galactic Heritage cards. You know, I've been pulling a lot of cards lately as I've been kind of navigating this transition. And, um, you know, from like, what is my business with the Earth Council and what is my business and community, you know, without the Earth Council. And I've been getting the same cards over and over again. So I I feel like this is really kind of a a message for what I'm supposed to be helping the collective with at this time. So um, one card that I keep getting, it's a past Orion card. It's the deep polarity card. So as we, now I'm going to kind of transition here into talking about Orion. Um, So as we in, um, explore Orion. I want to really, before I even play any hypnosis sessions, I want to use this opportunity just to give us all the context so that we don't fall into this light versus dark thing, like Star Wars, right? (laughs) It's like, we have to have a more nuanced perspective of all of this. Because if we don't understand why these, why Orion's coming up over and over again, um, it's easy to make assumptions, just kind of like Atlantis. It's like I didn't fully see why Atlantis was coming up over and over again until I saw Atlantis play out, like the themes of Atlantis play out literally within, you know, my business um, of, you know, understanding human consciousness versus galactic consciousness, for example. All the stuff I talked about at uh, Defense Against the Dark Arts class on Saturday, which, by the way, you guys can watch the replay inside the mothership. It was free. You can watch the replay for free as well. So anyway, um, as we talk about Orion, let's like get the whole picture here. The karmic understanding of all of it, not just the from a galactic history perspective, but galactic karmic history. So so this is from the, the deck um, by Lisa Royal Holt. I'm just going to read a snippet because <laughs> a lot of these are quite long. Well, they're all quite long, but that's why I love them. It gets really in-depth, but I'll I'll read kind of the most relevant piece here. Um, It is very important to not repeat the patterns from Orion. Seek to embrace non-polarized thought here on Earth, for it will be one of the only paths toward integration and healing. Move beyond good and bad, right and wrong, or dark and light. Try to see every condition as an aspect of creation, rather than seeing through eyes of separation or judgment. Remember the yin-yang symbol, dark within light, light within dark. Essentially, the universe is in perfect balance. It is only the human mind that creates polarity. This is an important understanding for the next step in human evolution. And, you know, when she's referencing human, like the human mind, she's she's, uh, referencing... All, our whole galactic family. So um, all of the species connected with humans, not just Earth humans. 
<laughs> Hopefully that's not too confusing. So it just brings up such a good point that there is like, it's not that black and white. It's such a beautiful metaphor, the, the yin yang symbol, because it's like the there is darkness within the light and there's lightness, light, lightness, light within the darkness. And that's okay. And it's, it's not supposed to be all light or all dark or, you know, we have to have, we can't have one without the other. That's what creates balance. Even Orion as a civilization, as a darker civilization creates balance within the whole of the galaxy. It's all about balance it's not about the light winning. So we have to be really cautious um, when we hear people talk about fighting the darkness and, um, you know, allegiance to the light. Like it's, it's a spectrum, guys. <laughs> and that's okay. And all is as, as it should be. And we have to be really careful about um, whenever we try to categorize things as light or dark, we run the risk of trying to lump one another into one of the two categories. So it's like, well, if they're not of the light, then they must be of the dark. And you see how that can be problematic. Because that's not true. It's it's a whole spectrum. And it's okay. You know, I consider myself a shadow worker, somebody who is comfortable in the dark. And that is, that's part of my gift for the world is that I'm, I'm comfy there, right? I'm not, I'm not afraid of dark entities. I'm not afraid of um, any of these things, because I also am able to hold light as well and be in that middle ground and that that's okay. We don't have to pick one or the other and we don't have to put people into categories. And that's that's how we end up in the polarized thinking that plays out on our planet where it's like, well, if they're not, good then they must be bad <laughs> but like it's all is as it should be it's part of the balance the 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 problematic thing is when we reduce people into binaries you know it's like if this person isn't telling the truth then they must be telling a lie right you see how this can become problematic and how this plays out all the time on this planet. That's why I keep going back to paradox being so important. Finding those gray areas for our minds to be able to hold without succumbing to the human urge to put people in categories, including ourselves. So that's what I have to say on, on polarized thinking uh, and the deep polarity of Orion. Another um, another card is the, you know, let's talk about the Black League. So you've heard me talk about the Black League before. Um, the Black League was a faction within 
Orion, this is that a lot of us starseeds are affiliated with. Um, I know that I am as well. I, I, I got a memory of Markara recently, about a month ago, that was a memory from Orion in my involvement, her involvement, her, my, who knows <laughs> at this point, um, in the Black League. And, you know, with that, those of us who had involvement in the Black League are still playing out karma to this day. Um, because the Black League is almost an expression of what I was just talking about, that kind of polarized thinking. Um, let me, let me just read, let me just read the card and maybe you'll, you'll see what I, what I'm talking about here. <clears throat> so this, this time I will read the, the full card, uh, the full description for the Black League card. The secret Orion society fighting the negative forces was called the Black League. They operated covertly and were a major force for inspiration and hope. A pop culture metaphor would be like the Jedi Knights from Star Wars. You've had experience with this group and this latent tendency of resisting authority or fighting for peace is a deep karmic pattern. Today, it is important that this polarity of us versus them be healed. Shift your focus away from light and dark scenarios. Begin to see reality in a unified way with all manifestations being an equal and valuable part of creation itself. The Black League is a term referring to the resistance groups that formed during the darkest times in Orion. These groups were usually run by priests who practiced vegan mysticism and who were also warriors as well. These groups ultimately helped change the consciousness within the Orion system so it could transform, but not without a struggle. They also had to learn the folly of living in polarity, which is what you do when you fight darkness. So even though the Black League and the Orion civilization as a whole eventually transcended polarity and healed itself, many beings who had lives there brought this polarized energy to Earth, and it is still playing out here. On Earth, we can see it playing out through secret societies who believe they fight for freedom from tyranny, religious extremist groups who believe they are liberating people, and any group or person who views reality in a polarized way and fights against the side they label as negative. This only perpetuates polarity. If this card comes up in your reading, it usually comes up with other Orion cards uh, or with a similar theme. It is most likely suggesting that you look at your view of reality and how you might see it in a polarized way. If uh, it is encouraging you to begin to view reality as more of a unified field and that there is a greater balance that perhaps you cannot see. It is asking you to totally transform your life from one of polarity to one of unity. So when I tend to see this card come up in readings, right? Most, um, I would say that like a lot, well, okay, I don't want to make generalizations. Rewind. Um, I will say from my experience, um, 
when I see this card come up, what usually ends up happening is we find hypnosis sessions um, in hypnosis sessions with clients after they've this card has come up in a reading is we find lifetimes in Orion in the Black League. Like literally, not just um <clears throat> not just like this car- this theme, but but we actually find lifetimes that were involved in this. Um as I've had my own. And the what it brings up is this notion of fighting for peace. Um, which is kind of an oxymoron, if you think about it. It's that anytime we, we fight for peace, we are still fighting. We are still reinforcing polarity. And so... there is karma that is created for, from that. When I say karma, I don't mean like negative things. It's, it's necessarily, it's just that um, whenever we interfere with another, we create karma, karma for ourselves. Sometimes it's good karma, sometimes it's bad karma, sometimes it's pos- yeah, um, neutral karma, right? That then we play out in other lifetimes. And that's okay. Like, we're supposed to have karma. We're not supposed to get rid of every single piece of our karma. <laughs> That's unrealistic. Um, it's just that every action has a reaction. And so that's how we, you know, create karma for ourselves. And something that I think we have to really be careful of is this idea of rescuing people all the time or, or interfering with people who are on their own soul paths, their own journeys. Of course, it is, um, it, it, you know, this idea of the Black League liberating the people of Orion and so many of the different projects that the, the Galactic Federation has um, done. You know, I've encountered a bunch of others that I, that I haven't, haven't even come up on my podcast because I haven't had the time. Um, different things with the Avians and um, Syrians and things like that. Um, this idea of liberating people and freeing people. When we use the same methods that the that the oppressors use to liberate and free people, then we are just fighting for peace. But as a... And that's why this Orion karma is still kind of playing out on this planet. And... There's, there are always, it's also like, I, I don't love this saying, but I think it is fitting, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. When we interfere 
um, even when we have good intentions, we're doing the right, where we think we're doing the right thing. Sometimes, sometimes unintended negative consequences happen. And those are some of the themes that I see in the Orion sessions that I've done. Where the intention is good. The intention is, is great. You know, it's like we have to, let's free the people who are being oppressed. But as we're doing that, we're also robbing them of their own ability to free themselves. And no choice is right or wrong or good or bad. It's usually somewhere in the middle. But it does create a rebound effect. And so it's, it's just, it's something to consider. Um, I The way that Orion... Um, integrated and this is from a like a more future time stream perspective um was not by continuing to fight fire with fire because that just kept the polarity locked in and you know it's it's like if you think of like think of two countries for example on earth who are locked in fighting all the time. And it's like the one throws stones over the other person's wall and then they throw stones over the other wall. <laughs> and it's just like over and over and over and over and back and forth and back and forth over and over again. When what's actually needed is a whole other approach entirely, is a new change, it's a change of thinking. Because what would happen if one of them stopped throwing? What would happen if they both stopped? What would happen if, you know, X, Y, Z, there's so many other options besides just retaliating over and over again. And that is the type of um, Orion conflict and drama that kept happening. Like the Star Wars movies, just, you know, it's just the constant, (laughs) the battles between the light and the dark and nothing gets resolved ever it just continues and perpetuates itself what's actually needed is a shift in thinking and it's like the you know that saying is kind of cliche but I remember resonating with this a lot in high school (laughs) it was like when I heard this saying it just it was like oh like it just blew my mind you know it's like an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind um, I believe that's Gandhi. Please don't quote me. Please don't quote me. I don't always have my quotes right. I apologize if I totally fucked that up. But And Gandhi is problematic too, but I won't go there today. <laughs> but uh, but, it, but it's there's so much truth in that. We can't keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the same results. We have to find new ways as when we are locked into the polarity of um, the good versus the bad and the light versus the dark, we are, we're just reinforcing that. Um, but there are forces that are greater 
in this universe than light and dark. Like love. Like unconditional love. That's the, oh, that's the other one that keeps coming up. Dang. <laughs> this card keeps coming up for me. Is how when we learn to love ourselves, we learn to love others and we see the world differently. And we begin to see that everyone is on their journey and that we can't control everything around us all the time. But we can show up. I mean, we can control how we show up in the world. And we can control how we interact with people and whether or not it's coming from a place of love or a place of um, separation, unity versus separation. And that, uh, oh, sometimes, you know, we get locked into, it's like, we only have two options. Like, keep fighting or stop fighting or walk away. You know, it's like we get locked into these ideas of how, you know, our, our options forward but really those options are just keeping us locked into the same patterns. And so it becomes our job to reorient ourselves and pull ourselves back from conflict and instead orient ourselves to a place of love. And if the whole world did this, we would heal all of this and, and, and um, finally integrate. But for us as like light workers and starseeds, we, we have to walk the walk and talk the talk. <laughs> I messed that up. Instead of just, uh, whatever, leave that metaphor as it is. Um, you know, we have to, if we keep playing into and, and reinforcing this idea of light versus dark, we're just perpetuating the same bullshit. We're not going to be able to help our planet to raise the consciousness shift. We're going to be locked into polarized thinking. It's just another version of it. And we're going to fight within ourselves within our own communities and create more division instead of unity. So I know I've hit this home <laughs> in like many different ways, um, but I hope that that makes sense and that feels clear as to why this is important. And so now, you know, am I saying that, you know, when people are being oppressed, especially those who are without a voice, like children or animals, right? Do, do we just allow that to be? No. You know, we each will do what we feel is right. And we have a certain responsibility for the voiceless, right? Because, you know, they're not of, of age yet, for example, 
Um, but we want to be really cautious about sinking into, you know, this is how like, for example, Pizzagate <laughs> and things like that get really out of control, like extremist thought and end up creating division within, um, within spiritual communities. It's, it's similar. It's when we allow ourselves to engage in thinking that is so polarized that we, we end up just conforming to um, somebody else's beliefs because we outsource that. That's how people, you know, get into cults and things like that. So something that I also want to mention that ties into all of this, it's kind of like this mentality um, that I see often and that I think is important to speak to. Um, Definitely plays into, you know, Black League um, thinking, or it's a reflection of this, is that m- so many of us who are starseeds, who are light workers, who identify as that, who who are healers, who want to go out and help the world, which is so it is incredibly, you know, it's altruistic. It is that's a positive thing to want to do that. That's great. And we must be careful that we do not interfere and try to take away people's agency uh, who are grown adults (laughs) on their own journey. So we all have, I think of this as we all have soul contracts. We've got all sorts of things, right, that we come into this world with and everybody's on their own journey when we start trying to um, rescue people then we start to tip into the um, meddling in somebody else's free will in my opinion So here's what I mean. You know, a lot of us who, who want to become a healer want, you know, want to help everyone or help our friends and family and all that. It's like, we're, we, we start imposing our own beliefs and our own fears and our own, um, thoughts onto other people around us. And that interferes with the other person's path and what they're meant to be learning. We, we think that as humans, we, we really want to help. We really want to help people a lot of the time, but sometimes it's really that we want to control other people. And that robs people of their their own journeys and their life and their own lessons they're supposed to be learning. Um, 
this, you know, whenever you're, this is something that I, I teach in kind of my marketing. Um, when I'm, you know, for people who are in QHC and working on their businesses, it's like making sure we are not, when we're marketing to people in our own businesses, that we're not tapping into um, the frequency of rescuing others. Right? Because that's not what we're here to do. We're here to lead others who want to be led to uncover information for themselves, to uncover who they are themselves, to empower them, to give them the tools uh, so that they can do that for themselves. We're not here to save everyone. As soon as we get into the saving uh, frequency and saving consciousness, we're, we're tapping into that, that Orion type of a, um, unconscious mindset. Like, I am never here to save you guys because you don't need rescuing. You are sovereign beings who are fully capable and powerful and can create anything you want in this world, in this life. You have the ability to do that. Usually, it's just that you need to get out of your own way, right? Like, usually we're holding ourselves back and that's it. And so... When I'm speaking in a way that where I'm honoring you as a powerful being, you don't need rescuing. You may benefit from tools. Absolutely. There are so many tools that can help you liberate yourself, right? That's why I love hypnosis because it's a way for you to get answers from within instead of relying on other people to tell tell you what you're supposed to be doing. When you have the tools to liberate yourself, you don't need other people to save you or rescue you. And that honors your agency as a sovereign human. And when you can see that and acknowledge that, you can do anything. When you know that you, you don't have to continue living the life that you have settled for, that actually at any point in time through your own free will, you can change course you can create anything that is the ultimate power and you hold that and all you need to do is see that I'm never going to be the one to rescue you and to save you 
that has to come from within. And we all learn that or not learn it (laughs) on our own timeline. And so that's why um, I trust all of you to discover that for yourself in divine timing. Sometimes we need to learn other lessons first. Sometimes we need to learn the hard, we have to go through some hard shit in order to, to see that clearly. And so the way I think about that and tying back to the Orion stuff is that, you know, we are like all, we are all um, capable of liberating ourselves. And I'm not so much speaking right now about, you know, people who are literally imprisoned or held against their will. (laughs) Like that's, I'm, I'm speaking more of the average run-of-the-mill um, human. And that we, we all have the ability to transcend the confines of our own minds and do what we feel is best for ourselves without causing interference for others by trying to rescue them and pull them along. And, you know, because we can't control other people. We can't control other people. It's not possible. We can try. Um, That's another big Orion theme is, is control. You know, we can try to control others, but everyone will always act on their own accord anyway. And so when we allow ourselves to drop that need for control and focus on ourselves, which is what we can control, uh, as opposed to trying to rescue people and pull them along, then, then we're able to stand in our own power and lead by example. That's always been my approach is, is like work on me first. And people notice when you have, um, when you are in your own power and you've liberated yourself, people take notice of that. And living by example in this human world is, I think, the best way to help affect change. Imagine if all of us were working on our own healing instead of trying to tell other people what to think all the time. That would make the biggest impact possible. And so, because it's also, it's so much easier to look at somebody and say, well, they need to change this, that, and the other, as opposed to holding a mirror up to ourselves and looking in that reflection and seeing all of the things that that we're afraid to actually see, our shadow side, right? So that's what I just want to redirect everyone towards is, is just personal agency, healing, showing up 
as an empowered version of ourselves as opposed to focusing on trying to fix and change everyone all the time. Right, somebody who s- struggled with codependency for a long time, for most of my life, that was a really hard lesson to learn. But the people who are worth bringing along with you will rise to the occasion. And sometimes we let people go, and that's okay too. We don't have to drag people with us. Um, and that's when we focus on what we can control on ourselves. And especially if we are in community with other people who are doing the same thing. That's how we liberate ourselves and one another from a place of interdependence. Which is a healthy dependence on one another for connection and for fundamental human needs, for attachment, for relationships. doesn't mean we be hyper-independent, right? So finding that healthy sense of, depend- of interdependence. So that is the lens that I want to bring to um, talking more about Orion. I'm planning... <laughs> Something could always come up, but I'm planning so far next week of sharing my first Orion session. And um, I hope this is helpful. I know I did a lot of talking. I've done a lot of talking in the past, like three podcast episodes. But um, I think this is what will help to keep us on a path going forward that is balanced and grounded, which is something that I take a lot of pride in, in my community and my business. We need to make sure that we are, like I said before, balancing uh, the human stuff with the galactic stuff and tying it all together and, and not just um, solving galactic mysteries all the time without actually doing this work here, which is making sure that we are doing it from a grounded place. So those are my thoughts of the day. And um, we're going to be working on all of this stuff within HEAL, inside the mothership, the inside this, pers- the, <laughs> I almost said prescription. What was I meant to say? <laughs> oh my gosh, my brain, my brain's short circuiting here. What I was meaning to say was subscription, <laughs> not prescription. Ah, fun times. Um, So here's what's coming up. Here's some of the stuff we're going to be working on together for the month of July. Um, On Friday, this Friday, we're going to be doing a masterclass, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's going to be on navigating human emotions, which is going to be so good and so needed like how do we do this damn human thing <laughs> when we're feeling so much and how that ties into this third density experience and how it will be shifting as well uh next week 
We're going to be doing on the 11th, we're going to be doing Healing Our Bond with Humanity and Gaia Part 1. We're going to be going into some attachment work with our species and our planet. Um, the next day, we're going to have coaching call at 11 a.m. Central. These are all central. And I'm going to be teaching all of these, doing all of these myself. Um, and then the following week, we have got... A master class I'm going to be teaching on energetic and emotional boundaries for empaths, since most of us are empaths. So it's how, how do we navigate that? Um, on the next day, the 19th, we're going to do meet up for Quantum Leap Club again, which was actually, we actually ended up talking a lot about boundaries today in Quantum Leap Club. We're going to be just talking more about that because that seems to be something really important um, for us to focus on at this time. Um, and then the last week in July, we're going to do on the 26th coaching call for star seeds at 11 a.m. Central. Oh, wait, I thought I changed that time. Uh, actually, I might have a change in that time. I was going to do one of them later so that people who don't have daytime availability can attend. So scratch that. Let me get back to you on that. Um, but lastly, uh, Defense Against the Dark Arts Part 2. We're going to be doing that inside heel and that's going to be on the 27th at 6 p.m. That's going to be, we're going to be diving real deep uh, on that class. And I'll tell you more about the upcoming curriculum for that as we get closer. So um, you can head to uh, the show notes of this podcast to subscribe if you want to get into heel. And uh, I'm excited to keep diving into Orion and where this is all going. And please, if you have any questions or need anything, come find me. You can DM me. You can um, email me. I'll drop the email in there uh, on the show notes as well. And um, if you want to also join Quantum Hypnosis Certification Round 3, it's not too late. I would love to see you in there. All right. Have a great rest of your week. I love you. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Starseed Awakening podcast. If you are ready to become a quantum healer and learn this powerful spiritual technology to take it out into the world and help others, visit my website, thestarseedawakener.com slash QHC to sign up for the next round. See you soon.